up in the sky. Look, it's captivating. It's energizing. It's Alliance's Heroes. Alliance's is the destination for entrepreneurs, investors, CEOs, inventors, leaders, celebrities, and startups. Where our heroes in business align. Now, here's your host flying in, David Kogan, founder of Alliance's. That's right, and I'm flying in. Why? Because of the opportunity to be able to interview people that are changing the world, that are entertaining others, that are helping others. That's what it's all about. And you know, no matter what, we always learn something from each person. And we all have that gift. And so exciting. And by the way, too, I so much appreciate it when, right, last week, who did we have in the feedback that we had on? When I interviewed Ed Beagley Jr. So that's right. Make sure that you check out alliances.com. That's E-L-I-A-N-C-E-S.com. Why? Because it's the only place where entrepreneurs align. Well, let's get started with our next hero today. I'm super excited. We have with us D.D. Pfeiffer, film and television, now in Big Sky. That's right. Big Sky thing. Big and Sky. The highly anticipated fall premiere of season two on ABC. And also, too, you could reach at you could reach DD at DD Pfeiffer Official on Instagram. We'll also have it on our website at alliances.com. So, DD, what's going on in the sky, the big sky? Talk to us. Well, first, thank you for having me on, David. It's such an honor. Um, and Big Scott, you know, that's a really good question. I'm always the last to know anything that's going on in the Pfeiffer family, let alone Big Sky. So, but I will tell you this, I was promised it's gonna be an amazing second season. We gotta remember, we gotta keep the bar really high because the first season, we had a lot of cliffhangers and a lot going on. It's an emotionally charged, exciting show with guest stars who come on and then we shoot each other and we shoot them and then they die. And then <laughs> we start it all over again. I think it's going to be a lot more of that, but a little bit deeper, a little richer, maybe. Getting to know the characters a little bit more, maybe, I think. And talk to us, too, because some people may not know a little bit about the background of Big Sky and, and what it's about. So for those that may not know, can you just do a brief summary of it? Um, first, I'm fixing myself because I'm moving because I have to go to Albuquerque because we're filming the second season of Big Sky in That's Mexico. right. Last, this last year we were in Canada and now I'm in LA and I'm packing. Um, so Big Sky is a detective, two gals. Um, the way they meet is, uh, well, the way they work together and they had this mutual guy um, situation. And anyway, long story short, they turn to be these amazing detectives. They run after the bad guys. The bad guys run after them. You meet up with some crazy characters in the, the bowels and the hills of Montana textured characters um and uh, put it this way you watch the pilot and we show you exactly how we play in big sky nobody is safe that's really the bottom line even denise my character even i'm not safe it doesn't matter who my brother-in-law is it only makes ratings to kill me <laughs> you know what in fact let's talk about it who is your brother-in-law oh last time i checked it was well, I have a, well yeah um david david e. kelly he's the creator writer show he's actually was a showrunner now we have elwood but um yeah david uh is uh, my brother-in-law and first time we're working together so that's um interesting <laughs> it's just like crazy weird because he's my brother-in-law we go fishing them you know during things right right <laughs> so yeah how do you like how is the dynamics there is and did you need to did you have to audition for it 
Well, actually, um, I was finishing my last year of a 10-year, it's supposed to have been a four-year degree. I went for my master's of social work, bachelor's in psych. I was finishing my last year, it took me 10 years, David. You have no, oh my God, I have no idea what I was doing the whole academic time. And he texted me out of nowhere saying, hey, I have this role for you. Are you still acting? And I was like, huh? First of all, he never texts me. I didn't know he had my number. I only see him on holidays. So I was like, oh my God. Yes. The answer was, of course, yes, 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 yes. E E E E S S S. Um, because really I was about to graduate and launch into the world as a social worker. And I had no idea how I was going to financially support my boys on that salary in LA. So that was a lifeline that he had no idea. He threw me big time. So yeah. Cause that's the thing you took about what, 10 years off from acting. Yeah. What made you just at that point decide to leave and, and go and get your education? Um, well, really, I never wanted an education. I just wanted to help people on a larger level than just all the volunteer work that I did. I also was a little frustrated with the industry at that time. I felt like it wasn't very kind to women um, in the sense that, you know, guys could grow old and get all like chubby and gray and wrinkles and they were somehow sexier and more employable, if that's even a word. And we tried that shit and we were like in the, in the unemployment line, right? And I'm raising two boys on my own thinking, what kind of message am I sending to them? Um, so there was that. I also started really noticing a lot of social welfare issues that were really bothering me. And I've always really cared about people and animals and just love and light in general. So I thought I would take a break and go get one of those things called a degree, not having a clue that I had learning disabilities. I didn't know what I was doing. So 10 years later, I got, <laughs> I got a degree. Wow. Yeah. Would and you then you end up again getting a text from your brother-in-law and the, I mean, so who would have ever thought, who would have ever known? I mean, you couldn't have predicted this was going to happen. No, not in a thousand years. Like it was just, and I called my sister Shell and I was like, David, I think she just offered me a role, which by the way, let me back up a minute. I did have to read for the network and the producers and the casting director because no one had seen me in 10 years. Right. So I kind of like just, I disappeared and I was on it. And I went to the community college route, by the way, which is fantastic. I love myself some community colleges. They really helped me. Every single pro uh, producer, well, <laughs> professors, who now produces them, prof professors. And um, she was like, I know, I know. And I wanted to tell you about a month ago, but I couldn't. And um, so um, it was just really exciting. I think that the Mother Earth just shifted to kind of say, let's help this mama out a little bit. And it really, really did. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Awesome. And again, you know, you're watching, listening to me, David Kogan, host of the Alliances Heroes Show. Make sure you go to alliances.com. That's E-L-I-A-N-C-E-S.com. We have with us D.D. Pfeiffer, film and television now in Big Sky. So make sure that you check it out, season two on ABC. And you could reach her by going to at D.D. Pfeiffer, official on Instagram. In fact, D.D., you mentioned someone by the name of Michelle. Yeah. Hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer. What's the relation there? Uh, last time I checked, she was my sister. <laughs> and we were talking about hair color because I just went really red. And um, uh, yeah, she's my sister. <laughs> now, Dee Dee, yeah. and Dee Dee, you've, you've been involved in, in TV and film. In fact, what, you were with Falling Down with Michael Douglas? Okay, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, that was a crazy story. David, I went to go read for Joel Schumacher for um, a series called Malibu 2000. He really liked me and I didn't get it because this girl named uh, Drew Barrymore got it at the time. 
Drew, Patricia Arquette, all of those chicks were always getting roles over me. So he said, listen, you're not going to get this role, but I'm going to give you the small role in this film I'm doing. I think you could probably do something fun with it. And I was like, okay. So when I realized it was with Michael Douglas and Robert Duvall and all these amazing actors, Robert Hershey, I was like, oh my God. And then I went to the wardrobe fittings. <laughs> I had it scored. I was going to be this sexy whammy burger girl who's waiting for her Clyde, and she thought she would Bonnie, she went for Clyde. And I went to the wardrobe and they put this hamburger on my head. What? Dude, yeah, with this little thing. I'm Sheila with this little bouncy, like, and I thought, I'm finally gonna be in this huge film with huge, amazing, gorgeous star. And I got a hamburger on my flipping head. So coming from the way that I was taught how to act, I was like, ooh, I'm gonna pl I'm gonna work that hamburger on my head like no one's ever seen before. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> really crazy fun scene because of the way I was taught how to act. There's no such thing as a small role, only small actors. So I really filled her up with a lot of internal like work where she was just Bonnie and frustrated and thought she was all that in a bag of chips. And then when Michael comes in with a gun, she's like, ah, my hero. Right. What, and what an intense movie in that. I mean, that just, I, I want to go back to a big sky. So was, so big sky wasn't, was set. It's set in Montana. But was it, it wasn't filmed in Montana? You know, they, we were all over. When we first started, we were in New Mexico. And then the pandemic happened. We had literally barely one day, not even really one day of shooting in. I came home real quick to get my boys all settled in to go back to New Mexico. And um, then everyone was saying, Didi, when you get back, buy toilet paper, get toilet paper. People are hoarding. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What is the pandemic? What? I'm looking it up in you know Wikipedia. And uh, when I came home, yeah, it was scary. And I literally came home when the whole town was hoarding to toilet paper. Um, I'm emotionally scarred. I always tell the story about going to Costco. And I got toilet paper, but it was very scary experience. And we shut down. Bam, everyone went home. And then we, like everybody else, we went into lockdown. Then when we resurfaced, we went to Canada, did our whole season there, which was very interesting shooting with the pandemic. It was a completely different way of shooting, completely different way of shooting. Then we came home now, have a little rest, and now we're going back to New Mexico. So Big Sky is Big Sky's a journey just to watch the show, and the making of Big Sky has been a journey. <laughs> right, and the thing is, is, is now going back to hopefully where things now are more open. I mean, you just kind of started getting adjusted to where how things were, you know, with everything going on and the, all the restrictions and that. Now going back to it, I mean, that's got to kind of be a mind trip. You're getting into one, then getting into the other. It's crazy because everyone's, oh, how is it to work with so-and-so or so-and-so? And I'm like, I'll be honest with you, unless they were in the scene with me, I never met them. And I never met more three quarters of the crew. And if the, the little bit of the skeleton crew that did actually were able to work in the A bubble, which are those of us without masks, um, we, were, we were literally diligently tested twice a week, whether you worked or not, constantly being tested, constantly. Um, your nose gets a little sore after a while, or yeah, but you do it. And um, so there is a flood of people that I would not ever even know that I was in a show with them had I not watched the show myself um, right. or in a random, um, maybe a, a, we did a round table on a Zoom. But um, really interesting because usually you know everybody you work with. I, I don't even know the crew unless they had a mask on. If they didn't have a mask on, I wouldn't know who they were. Crazy. Not, yeah, it's crazy. Um, you have to find other clever ways to bond with your cast. That is for sure. Yeah. You've been, you know, you've been blessed with great success and also too with children that you have. What kind of secrets can you share with children that, you know, want to get into the field of acting, want to be able to have various roles that 
across the board and, and be able to be on something like on ABC, like you're on now and that, which is just really taken off called Big Sky. Again, make sure you check it out, Big Sky. What kind of secrets can you share uh, with them about being able to, one, even get into it? I always say the same answer because this is exactly what my sister told me when I told her when I was uh, 18. At that point, I had worked since I was like 10 or something. Yes, child labor was very popular back there <laughs> and when I grew up. Um, and when I was 18, she was doing Scarface. And I said, I think I want to try this thing called acting. And she's like, well, get your butt into a really good acting workshop, period, period. Don't look at headshots. Don't look at agents. Don't look at any of that stuff. Just make sure that this is something you want to do. So I went into an acting workshop and I realized I suck really bad and to this day I kind of still feel like um, I'm not sure why people keep hiring me it's imposter syndrome right um, but the one thing I did was I studied for two years before I even looked for an agent and got a headshot I think I would recommend that if you don't have the money for a workshop then I would go to a community college just see if acting itself is something you're passionate about and the reason why I say that is because it's a very competitive industry less than 1% of actors are working at any given time right so hearing the word no, you're going to hear it a lot more than you're going to hear yes, right? So if your value revolves around getting the role, then you're going to have some self-esteem issues for sure, right? So um, I would also add doing other things that, that are, you're passionate about. Like I was, I'm passionate about volunteer work. And also anything that you do that's away from your acting that involves you in the world is only a plus will also enrich your, your ability to act. Because you want to call upon natural organic moments, right? In a scene right, right. that you saw or you went through. But if you're going through life like this with resistance, look at, look at the, what you see. It's all convoluted. If you go through life like this, curious, look at, you see everything, right? If you go through life with curiosity, not resistance, you, you get more. And then you're able to pull that back into your performance and also just enriches your life and your soul. Right. So. I, yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think it's important again to, for our listener viewers to know you've been in movies with George Clooney, besides Michael Douglas, George Clooney, Keanu Reeves, Jeff Goldman and, and, and others and stuff. What surprised you most about some of these people? Well, Dave, George and I dated before we did a movie together. So I kind of knew him. that's what it is. Well, George, we, George and I, we all were running around. We all were running around back in the day. You know, all these huge stars now, we used to, you were trudging. And like, when so I was. So, is he a good kisser? <laughs> yeah. Come on. You know, our listeners yeah, want to know. Kiss and tell. And he's married, too. That's a little like Petey. Um, let's just say I was never disappointed. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, no, George is great. I, I can't say enough really good things about George. Yeah, he's a fantastic man. Um, and I'm sure he's going to be a fantastic father now because I think I hear he's got kids. Um, I what was oh my god what was the question I just had a total brain fart. What surprised you most about about maybe oh. one in particular or about them? Surprises me. Nothing really surprises me because really celebrities are no different really than the common person other than their lives are certainly different if you're a high caliber actor right. People like my sister and the Georges you you live a pretty isolated life when you go out your life is now. My, you know, people are, are micromanaging every single thing you do. So you either become very aware of that and you start changing your persona, right? You put out who you want them to see versus maybe who you are, a little more self-conscious. But otherwise, I'd say everyone I worked with, they're just people with the same problems we do. There's just everything is, is out, out there for everybody to see, judge, 
be either um, jealous of or envious of or um, hate them for their politics or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Yeah. Right. That's why I just try to stay in my lane, you know. Right. Well, awesome, awesome advice, awesome and stuff and everything. And I got to tell you, D.D. Pfeiffer, you're an inspiration to women in Hollywood and entertainment. That's a hero making the mark. Check her out in Big Sky on ABC. Big Sky. And you can reach her directly on Instagram by going to at DD Pfeiffer Official. This has been David Kogan with the Alliance's Hero Show. <laughs> Woo!